0: Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au and verse 9. Well, it's a great couple of verses here, but I want to take you further than them this morning. It starts off by saying two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Two are better than one. And then it lists out in this passage all of the benefits of being together. However, together is a lot more than what you read in those verses. Together is a lot more than pragmatic outcomes, some kind of benefits that can accrue to your life because you're a part of something. There's a greater dynamic than that. Look no further than when Jesus is baptised and the ministry of the Son and the Saviour gets launched. The Holy Spirit descends like a dove. The Father speaks from heaven, remember it? This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And it's almost as though God gives us a glimpse at the beginning of the ministry of the Saviour what heavens together looks like. It's not simply coming for partnership or for helping out, but rather it's an expression of joy in just being together. It's almost like God is saying, you know what? This moment is so special and it's so wonderful. I just want to turn up. And the Holy Spirit says, don't leave me out. I want to be there as well. And so the Trinity, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit demonstrate there together for every season, the tough ones and the good ones. When the disciples later on ask Jesus to teach them how to pray, we so quickly go to the bits that we want to employ, that the bits that we want to pray and see an answer to. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. And if we're not careful, we miss the cornerstone, the very first word that hinges all of what we call the Lord's Prayer. If I say it to you, you all know it. But many of us have never stopped and realised that Jesus picked each word deliberately to say something powerful, and it starts like this. Our Father, which art in heaven. Jesus never said to the disciples, My Father, which art in heaven, Your Father, which art in heaven. He begins the Lord's Prayer by telling them that it's not just about an individual's devotional life, their individual's spirituality. He starts off by saying, hey guys, we are all in this together. That our walk with God must be corporate or it can never be effective individually. Our Father, which art in heaven, A little bit later, he went even further than that, telling his disciples that their greatest impact would not be from miracles, that their greatest impact would not be from persuasive preaching or great oratory. Listen to this in John 13, verse 35. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love for each other, in other words, do nothing else. Don't work any miracles. Don't speak persuasively and have a dynamic argument of apologetics. Just simply love other believers. All you've got to do is have a together that is authentic. And your together will say something to the community that does not yet believe. Think about that a minute. That is an incredible, amazing promise and statement by Jesus. Our together is far more than a crowd, and it's far more than just a congregation. Our together is more than a team, our together is more than a ministry area. Well, let me get right into this. Some of these things deserve. A month's worth on the one thought, but I'll give them to you for you to chew over a bit later. According to Scripture, our together is the wellspring or the foundation of Holy Spirit activity. I've been thinking a lot of ever since, well, the last couple of months when I felt the Holy Spirit put a word in my heart for 2021, and so as you do, I. I've begun rethinking, driving here this morning, I was thinking over the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians where it talks about each one of them and realised that for every single one of them, when the Holy Spirit is active, He's always active in a body. Listen to Ephesians 2 verse 22. It says to this church, in whom also you are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Think about that a minute. We treat church oftentimes, at least in the Western world, we treat church as a building we go to or a group of people or a denomination or a set of beliefs that someone subscribes to. But from God's perspective, a church... Is something he builds where the Holy Spirit can come and live. He builds something so that the Holy Spirit can come and dwell there. Last year, my son and daughter in law and their beautiful little baby were looking for a house to rent. They were wanting to get established, and I'm sure one day they'll buy one, but They want to go and many of the places they went there, their viewpoint changes because they go there going, is this a good place to raise a family? They ask themselves, not can I live there, but do I want to live there? So they find a place, they did, they found a beautiful place. And the Holy Spirit is going about the earth looking for a body of people that He says, I want to live there. I want to live, habitate, means simply that He's going to live in there. And so as you and I come week by week and as during the week, we do all the things that we do in connecting and, and loving and serving. As we are part of all the teams that we're a part of, make sure you understand it's a lot more than what I do in that team. But the Holy Spirit is saying, can I live in there? Can I live in that? Our together is the wellspring of Holy Spirit activity. In a world where individual achievement is usually what gets given the highest accolade, it's in individual achievement we prize the sports star that can jump higher, hit further, bowl faster, whatever it may be, run quicker. We prize them, we give them awards for being the best Individual at their sport. In November the 17th, 2020, the Australian National Dictionary Centre declared this word to be Australia's 2020 Word of the Year ISO. That apparently, according to the Australian National Dictionary Centre, was the most important word. Of 2020 ISO isolation, isolated. And we've gotten used to it a little bit in the world in which we live, but the Holy Spirit has never changed the way he thinks. He says, "I am building you together." Ephesians 2 again, verse 22, "In whom also you are being built together, not on your own. Oh, I know you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. I know I can be baptised in the Holy Spirit. I know the gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit can flow through my life. But he says, Jeff, as good as that is and as much anointing as you may have and as great a gifting and a power that may flow through you as an individual, it's not really what I'm aiming for. Isn't that a surprise? He says, what I'm really aiming for is what I do when I join you together with others. When I get somebody that's also a believer, you go, but Lord, what if I don't like them? He says, I'm the builder, not you. Can you imagine the, the builder building a house and he picks up a brick? The brick says, no, I don't want to go there. I don't like that over there. Be like my... Grandson this morning saying, no, I don't like that. I don't like that milk. I don't like that milk. I like that milk. I don't. He told me the other day, I don't like that honey. I said, there's differences of honey? And I had to help him understand that granddad knows things. <laughs> it goes to be like this, that's your honey. It's that or nothing. Hey, when it comes to God building us together, God is gonna put us sometimes in places and with people that maybe are not my preference, but He's building a place where the Holy Spirit can be active. Understand that in a world that prizes all that kind of individual achievement, there is no together without you. Without you, we can't have together. You're an essential part of it. Albert Einstein famously said this. He said, Everyone's a genius, but if you were to judge a fish by its ability to climb trees, it would spend the rest of its life believing it was stupid. Now, I know that that's pretty deep and some of you are going like, whoa, I, I should hear that again because that's so incredible. Albert Einstein famously said, everyone's a genius, but if you were to judge a fish by its ability to climb trees, it would spend the rest of its life believing it was stupid. What was his point? His point was that you aren't me and I aren't you. His point was that we are different, but it's our difference that God prizes to bring us together. And so you have a place to be and you have a part to play. Every single one of us has got something that we contribute and there is no together unless you and I bring it. So when it comes to together, I, I, I hope you will grab a hold of this this morning that you'll never think, well, if I, whether I go or not, or whether I'm online or not, it won't matter. They can't see me anyway. Well, they don't even know my name. I'm sure no one would miss me. But I would say to you, there will be no together without you. It's not a matter of turning up to keep up the numbers or some other such silly thing. It's a matter that there is a spiritual dynamic that God is activating, and He says, You all count. Every one of you, no matter who you are, from the person who feels the least noticed and the most anonymous to the person who feels the most well known and significant. Don't matter who you are, according to God, I'm doing something with you. Let me say this as we come to a, a kind of an end, though I am a little bit like the airline pilot. We are going to land, but we just may circle a little while first. Because when I ask you, what is together to you? Almost all of us will think firstly about our family. Maybe you're a family of, maybe you're an only child. Maybe you're, 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 you're there's a few. Me, I come from seven kids. So when I think of together, there was a Woodward family reunion once at Esk, I think it was, just outside of Brisbane. 200 Woodwards turned up. They weren't distant relatives. They were all like first cousins and their kids. Like the Woodwards were breeders. We were like the rabbits of the genealogy pool. There's lots of us. My father was one of nine. He had seven kids. Man's like, there's lots of us. So when you think about together, most of us go to our family. Some of us will go family, close friends. But have you ever wondered when God says together, what He thinks of it? Have you ever wondered what that looks like for Him? Let me give you a little, uh, little sneak preview at it. John 10, verse 16. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. He's speaking to Jews who believe they are the chosen and the only. And he says to them, Other sheep I have of this fold, not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. The truth is that God's together is always just one more. How large is God's together? Never let your vision be circumscribed by your capacity emotionally. Never allow yourself to think that if you could just get your loved ones saved to come to Christ or if you might win one god has this passion according to john 3:16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son He's been active since the birth of Jesus and the launch of His ministry at the age of 30. His death on the cross at 33 and a half. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the 120 in the upper room. Ten years later at the house of Cornelius when the Holy Spirit fell on all them that heard the Word. And then churches began to to absolutely spread and multiply all over the known world in such a short time that they said about these Christians, these Christ ones, these people that have turned the world upside down have come here also. And all of that took place because God kept nudging the disciples to say, it's not just you, it's just one more. See, when they got 120 in the upper room, they're going, this is awesome. We've got 120. And then the Holy Spirit fell. And what happens next? Peter gets up under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, speaks something. We have no idea what Peter, if you read his message, he's actually not trying to give an altar call. If you read the message in Acts 2, what he's trying to do is tell them they were the ones who killed Christ. And by the way, God raised him up again. They have to say at the end of his preaching, what then should we do? And Peter goes, oh yeah, oh, okay. Repent and be baptized, every one of you for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Peter doesn't get up there going, I've got to persuade this crowd. I've got to help them come to Jesus. He just gets up there going, you know what? I'm going to tell them. And he preaches under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit goes, watch this. And 3,000 that day get baptised. And God goes, see what my together looks like? Now there's 3,120. Well, a little bit later, it's 5,000. And then it's more getting added. Can I say to you that the heart of God looks at your neighbourhood and your street and your workplace, your university, your college, your school? And God wants you to go there this year saying, would you build my together? Would you build my together by reaching out and making room for just one more? That's what God's together looks like. A couple of years ago, there was these two ladies who came to our church and they were regular for a couple of months until one day after a service, they came up to me. They said, Pastor, we love your preaching and we love the worship, but we've decided to move on. I said, oh, really? I said, why is that? They said, well, we came here looking for a church. This is ex- exact quote. We came here looking for a church that would be about us. And obviously we've made a mistake. Because we can tell, this is what they said to me, because we can tell this is not that kind of church. Well, you know, I didn't pull out my handkerchief and start weeping. Some people, when they leave, you grieve. Some people, when they leave, you're relieved. I didn't pull out the handkerchief and cry. I got a big grin all over my face. And I said, well, thank you for telling me. God bless you. Why? Because I was glad that they could understand that the spirit of this church Is the spirit of just one more. It's the spirit and the bride say what? Come, not sorry, full. Already fully booked, no vacancy. God holds out the, there's room for you sign. Amen. Come on, I believe that more than ever, I believe we are living in a time. I believe that 2021 is the year of God's together and it's the year of increasing It's the year of authentic, real togetherness. And out of that comes a a wholeness that gets built. Why? Because perhaps for the first time in our life, we encounter a group of people where relationships get done right. Where we don't hide, we don't pretend, we don't fudge it, we don't fake it till we make it. We simply say, we're going to build the habitation of God. By the Spirit. The word that God put on my heart for 2021, uh, before we put it up, I want to say this to you because uh, for me it's not a theme. I don't even like calling it that. I feel like it's a word from God that we are going to, well, I, I think it's more like a bullseye than it is a slogan. I think it's something to aim for. And the word that He put in my heart for 2021 was together, everyone, everywhere. Together, everyone, everywhere. No matter who you are or where you are, there's room for you. That God doesn't just gather a bunch of individuals, plonk us in the same room and call that together. He gathers us. He builds us. And that sometimes is through the good days and through the difficult ones. But He builds all that through our life. Why? Because He says, I want to create something where the Holy Spirit can dwell. Tonight, by the way, I'm going to be speaking on disappointment. you go, well, why on earth would you start the year off on that? Simply because disappointment is one of the biggest reasons why people fall out of together. Someone lets them down, someone offends them. So we're going to do that and pray with people tonight in the service and online. Who Maybe that's been a challenge for you of recent times. I don't believe in the, the Holy Spirit is going to check that in your life and reverse that and start saying, come on, now's the time we start to build in Jesus' name. Together, everyone, everywhere. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank You for every single person that's a part of the service wherever they are. Every single one matters, Lord. There's no one who's irrelevant. I know the enemy wants to tell people all the time that really their contribution would be so small, would be so insignificant that really, why even bother? And yet, Lord, every single one of us will affect somebody else's life. Our together is not what we come looking to receive. It's what we bring whenever we come. So I pray, God, that You will, this year, begin to rebuild families. Lord, I know that the last year has been tough for some people in their relationships. I'm praying this will be the year of healing in Jesus' Name. For some people, it's been hard to stay connected. Lord, let this be the year where true togetherness that doesn't depend on whether I can reach out and touch you or not, but it's the joining of hearts together. I pray, Lord, that this will be the year for that. A year, Lord, where we start seeing You're together. I believe, Lord, that there are multitudes of people waiting to find you. There are people that have given up on church, but Jesus, you never gave up on them. You want to reach them. You didn't die on a cross just saying, well, look, just give me a few. That'll be enough. But Lord, you'll not be satisfied till every single person gets the opportunity to say yes. You won't stop, Lord, until there's every nation, every tribe, every tongue represented around the throne of God. Lord, I've got to believe that heaven's going to be fuller than hell will be. You're going to reach people like never before. Thank You for that. Lord, I pray that each one of us will bring what we bring to together because it's everyone, everywhere, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, after all these years, truth. Well, hopefully it's all truth, but after all these years, whenever I get to this point where I invite people to say yes to Jesus, it, I never, ever can just get past the awesome moment that it is. The awareness that there is a God who loves people so much that He says, I died for you. And that we can fade into so many backgrounds in our world. You're just a number to someone, somewhere. Everywhere I go, it seems somebody wants my number for this, my email address for this. And I'm a bit of data in so many places. And yet to heaven, I'm never data. I'm a someone that Jesus died for. And then I'm always amazed at how easy it is to say yes to Christ. Because I think, really?
1: I don't have to prove it. I don't have to
0: go and do something extraordinary. Really? I just say, yes, that's it. I just say yes and say, Lord, would you come into my life and lead me? And He goes, that's the one I was waiting for. I pray you'll do that today, wherever you are. It's so easy. Text YES, Y-E-S. If you're in Australia, text that Y-E-S. To if you're outside of Australia or you'd like to get the info and it fits on one screen of a smartphone, you'll get it every day for 30 days and it comes from us. It's not from anybody else, it's from us. I've spoken to so many people who told me I gave my yes text. Man emailed me this week. He said, you know, I heard you on the radio and it profoundly impacted him so much so that he wanted to come to church to check it out. He loved every part of it, loved the worship, loved the spirit of excellence, that was obvious. But one day during lockdown, he's online and he says, I sent my yes today. And he sent me an email saying, this has been the greatest year of my life. All because it started with a Yes you can send your yes go on if you're outside of Australia or you'd rather get it as an email every day then you go to yes.metrochurch.org.au, and we'll send you that every day or you can opt out whenever you want but we'd love to be a part of your journey with Jesus encouraging you in every way Amen God bless you I really I know I might never even meet you on the earth I don't know but I do know that there'll be a bunch of people in heaven and we'll be hearing each person's name, shout it out. And then we'll all get to discover what little bit we did somewhere along the way was a part of that person saying yes to Jesus. And I want to tell you, every trial you ever went through, every giving that you ever gave, every serving you ever served, on that moment, she'll look down and go, oh, thank you, Jesus, that I got to say my yes. Amen.